Good evening. Our top story tonight, the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. $32.1 billion with a B is expected to be bet on this game, but a storyline that's flying under the radar. Andy Reid at an advanced age. Could this be the last Super Bowl that we see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes team up? We've got that. We've got updates on the NFL draft. Caleb Williams, where is he going to go? Could Justin Fields end up a Washington commander? We've got all that and so much more on Player Profiler today. Happy to have friends like Toronto Dave here on the show. Happy to have you tuning in. Make sure if you haven't already, you go ahead and subscribe to the Player Profiler News Channel. We will be the headlining show and Player Profiler today will be returning to seven days a week. You're going to get me on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You're going to get Ahan. You're going to get Toomey. You're going to get bradley stalder and you're gonna get matt babich that's seven days a week so make sure you subscribe to the player profiler news channel for all the news across the nfl all off season long but before we get to the off season we have to play the super bowl and the super bowl has never had a rematch where the winning head coach lost so if you ever had the same head coach play each other in the super bowl they are three and, oh, we all know that Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan faced each other just four years ago. Same leap year, same election cycle, same everything pretty much. Same uniforms from the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the white uniforms do favor or do are the favorites, but the red uniforms are the ones Kansas City beat the 49ers in already. But Andy Reid, there have been rumors swirling for least a month or so that Andy Reid could retire is Andy Reid going to retire if they win a Super Bowl is he going to go out on a high is Bill Belichick going to be the replacement for Andy Reid what is going on with Big Red well the answer is no Andy Reid is not going to retire he is not expected to retire he has given no indication that this will be his final season Andy Reid is going to be back with the Kansas City Chiefs in 2024 and potentially beyond. We'll see how that shakes out because they did bring back a certain someone. Eric Bieniemy was in the building for the AFC Championship game against the Baltimore Ravens. Eric Bieniemy spoke to the team the day before the AFC Championship. He was in the building, he was in the locker room talking to the guys. Eric Bieniemy very likely back with the Kansas City Chiefs. Unfortunate that he will not be the offensive coordinator because he had to give that job up to go to the commanders. And then Matt Nagy's now the offensive coordinator. They're probably not going to fire Matt Nagy, but we'll see. Maybe Eric Bieniemy returns as an assistant head coach. Maybe he does one day become the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, or they go to another direction. But either way, going to be some time before we find that out. Any chance Kelsey retires? I mean, there's a chance. We've heard the chatter. We've heard the talk, but I really don't believe that Travis Kelsey is going to be retiring, especially after the clinic he has put on throughout the playoffs. Travis Kelsey has been absolutely phenomenal. He has been dominant. He has been so good. So I don't expect Travis Kelsey to retire. I do not expect Andy Reid to retire. And I don't expect Jarek McKinnon to play either. Jarek McKinnon and Joe Tooney are both doubtful. Jarek McKinnon has been 
on injured reserve. He's trying to work his way back to the game. Doesn't sound like he's going to play. Same with left guard Joe Tooney. Instead, it's going to be Nick Allegretti stepping in against a fearsome pass rush of the San Francisco 49ers. They will be looking to get after Patrick Mahomes, who, if he wins, he will become the seventh athlete ever, not NFL player. He'll be the first NFL player ever, but the seventh athlete of all time to win three championships with two MVPs. In the NBA, we've got Larry Bird, and of course, we've got Bill Russell. For the MLB, we've got Mickey Mantle. We've got Stan Musa. I might have messed this up. Stan Musale. I don't know how to pronounce it. I probably wrote it down wrong. I think I miscopied this anyways. And Joe DiMaggio is the other one for the MLB. And in the NHL, it's Guy Lafleur. So Patrick Mahomes would be the first NFL player with three championships and two MVP awards. So best of luck to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But we mentioned Caleb Williams and the Washington Commanders, that there are some rumors that if Caleb doesn't go to Washington, that we very well could be looking at Justin Fields to Washington. Well, we'll have all that and more after a word from the Podfather. Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add tight end premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another Dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win now team. This is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer-to-peer betting in all states. And you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code UNDERWORLD, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Check it out. We are back. And of course, the rumors have been swirling all week long that Caleb Williams could end up a Washington commander. Now, we don't expect that to happen here at Player Profiler today. We do expect the Bears to draft Caleb Williams. Shane Waldron, the new offensive coordinator, who took some heat from Jackson Smith and Jigba. He was asked, what are your thoughts on Shane Waldron and the Chicago Bears? JSN kind of hesitated. But then he said, I'm just playing. So I don't know if that's JSN's sense of humor or if he was actually being serious and the just plan was to cover it up. But then when JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba starts talking about his offensive coordinator, former OC, mentions how nice of a person he is and how he and Justin Fields will get along. Leads with how nice of a person, not 
that he enjoyed playing for him. Not that he's a good coach, nice person. So maybe there is some truth to this. We'll see how this shakes out for Shane Waldron. But either way, he is a coach of the QB collective who Caleb Williams will be training with throughout the offseason. So we do expect Caleb Williams to be a Chicago Bear. And this has started a new rumor that, oh, could the Chicago Bears draft Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields to the Washington Commanders? Commanders give up the 36th overall pick for Justin Fields and then draft Marvin Harrison second overall. Well, we are here to tell you that as of now, there are no conversations that is taking place. This rumor was completely made up by one of those aggregator accounts. I can't even remember which one it is, but there is no truth to this matter at this time. And Justin Fields probably not going to fetch the 32nd overall pick from the Washington Commanders. I imagine it'll be a little bit later, 40th or later in the draft for Justin Fields. They're not getting a first rounder, probably not getting an early second rounder either. But Justin Fields probably not going to the Washington Commanders either. More than likely, they are drafting a QB at two, whether it's Jaden Daniels or Drake May. We will see. Speaking of the Washington Commanders, they tried to interview the Cowboys tight end coach, Lunda Wells. They wanted him to be the offensive line coach for the Commanders, and they were rejected. Dan Quinn not going to be allowed to hire away his staff, his former co-workers with the Dallas Cowboys. They are keeping them, not allowing them to move to a division rival. And speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, Tony Pollard did not find out until today that his defensive coordinator was gone, that he was going to be the head coach of the Washington Commanders. He was on Pat McAfee earlier today and found out live on the show that his DC was gone, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. But Tony Pollard says, when you play for the Dallas Cowboys, you have to find ways to cope. And so he just deleted all social media, doesn't watch a whole lot of news, doesn't pay a whole lot of attention to sports media and spends more time watching movies, playing video games, things like that, which just gives you a peek into the mind of these NFL players for the Dallas Cowboys, how much pressure is on them and how tough it can be to stay sane and keep ahead at times. Who's most likely QB for the Steelers next year, not from the current roster? I'd imagine Steelers fans aren't going to love this one, but by all accounts, it sounds like Ryan Tannehill is going to be brought into the Pittsburgh Steelers. Arthur Smith did some great work with Ryan Tannehill in the Tennessee Titans. And what I'm hearing so far is that Ryan Tannehill is the favorite. Now, Russell Wilson has been linked to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Russell Wilson now the favorite to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. So things could change, but I have to imagine the connection Arthur Smith to Ryan Tannehill, not going to be surprised at all when number 17 of the Titans ends up as number 17 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Final piece of information that we have about the draft, Brock Bauer, speaking of the Tennessee Titans, wants to go there. Said earlier today when he was talking to Chris Sims and pro football commentator or pro football talk, no, pro football talk, that one, not the other one. That I, yeah. Anyways, they're both, yeah. <laughs> Neither one of them are good, but either way, Brock Bowers admitted, he wants to be drafted by the Tennessee Titans, that he would be happy to go there. He loves the Tennessee, Georgia area. And so he's looking to land in Tennessee. We'll see if he lasts that long, though, because we are hearing plenty of mock drafts where Brock Bowers goes number five overall to the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't agree that that's a good idea. I'm not drafting tight end that early, as we've seen with Kyle Pitts. But, hey, I'm not a decision maker in the NFL, unlike... Liam Cohen, the new offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who is comparing Chris Godwin 
to a former wide receiver that he worked with with the Los Angeles Rams, talking that Chris Godwin is going to play the F receiver role in this offense. And that F receiver is the slot receiver Cooper Cup played for so many years and did so well. Now, Liam Cohen, only one year as the offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, a year where Cooper Cup season ended early, but he still was the wide receiver one in points per game that quarter season, half season, probably half season with Liam Cohen. And even before that, he was still part of that staff for the Los Angeles Rams for a bunch of years with Cooper Cup. That being said, Baker Mayfield believes that Mike Evans deserves to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer for life. Baker Mayfield, they're trying to recruit him back. They hire his former offensive coordinator with the Rams. The Falcons potentially could be battling as well. They hired his former QB coach, Zach Robinson. We'll see where Baker Mayfield ends up. We'll see where Mike Evans ends up. Mike Evans could be asking for $25 to $30 million a year, which is a lot of money, but Cooper Cup makes $26 million a year. Stephon Diggs makes $24 million a year. If I'm Mike Evans, I can pretty make easily make the argument I had a better season than Cooper Cup and Stephon Diggs. We'll see how much money. Mike ends up Mike Evans ends up making on the open market, which team he ends up landing with. Speaking of a team with questions at wide receiver, the Los Angeles Chargers, Keenan Allen believes that he is going to be back with the Chargers, which would mean, oh, unfortunately, he will be running in the Greg Roman offense. Greg Roman is officially hired as the offense coordinator of the Chargers. We had some small hope for a hot minute there that even though Greg Roman was the popular name, he was linked and linked and linked to the chargers that we did hear word. He's going to have a prominent role. So we were hoping that was going to be like an assistant head coach, but no Greg Roman going to be calling the plays for the chargers. If you weren't already frustrated with Justin Herbert's usage, just wait until he's handing the ball off 30 times a game. I am just so, so disappointed by that. Chad Kelly, I hope, is a new stealer. I think Chad Kelly's pretty comfortable up in the CFL. I don't think he's going back to the NFL. He's had he's had his chances. Man, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does want another shot at the NFL, but seems as though he's pretty happy up there, up here in Canada, I suppose. But we'll see how that shakes out. And we'll see how it shakes out with the New England Patriots. They have officially announced that Elliot Wolf is going to be the guy in charge of player personnel. At this point, he's going to be in charge of the 53-man roster. He's going to be managing the players. Gerard Mayo is going to be the coach on the field. And we heard earlier in the offseason that if Elliot Wolf is the hire, and if he's the one making the picks in the draft, expect a left tackle, not a quarterback for the New England Patriots. Now, I don't know about that. I think it's still pretty early in the process to determine that. And I think the Patriots also have hinted that they're, they're going to be drafting a QB. Won't be surprised at all if they end up with Drake May or Jaden Daniels. But maybe they shock me. Maybe they take Marvin Harrison at three and draft a J.J. McCarthy, a Michael Penix, a Bo Nix. Because I, I don't think they're rolling back with Mac Jones. But I very well could be wrong. The Bears also have their own pick at nine as well. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. Bears are sitting pretty. Bears are in a good position right now in the draft to continue to build that roster around Caleb Williams, who is going to be their quarterback in the future. Speaking of the Patriots, though, they are also hiring Alonzo Highsmith as a senior personnel executive. So they are moving some things around in the front office and the Raiders are moving some things around as well. We talked about Luke Getze becoming the new offensive coordinator who 
kind of flamed out with Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. But we talked about how the Raiders don't view that as the fault of Luke Getze. And this quote here from Antonio Pierce all but confirms that Justin Fields will not be coming to Las Vegas. Talking about Luke Getze, he whooped our ass when we played them. Who was their QB? I don't know. Who was their RB? I don't know. But they still beat us pretty good. Adam Pierce, the head coach of the Raiders, doesn't know who Justin Fields is. Now, I believe that's not true. I believe he was being hyperbolic. But it doesn't matter. You can't come back from that. For Antonio Pierce to say, who's their QB? I don't know about Justin Fields. Yeah, no shot. This man is going to be a Las Vegas Raider. Maybe he goes to the Falcons. Maybe he does go to the Commanders for a later pick. Either way, he's not going to be ending up with the Raiders after those comments. But you know who is going to end up with the Las Vegas Raiders? Chad Ochocinco. I don't know if he is Chad Johnson at this point. I know he changed his name when he's still in the NFL, so it could be Chad Johnson still, and I apologize if I misnamed him, but Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson, going to be joining the staff of the Las Vegas Raiders, but not a staff member. He's going to be a member of the organization, so that kind of tells me he's going to be behind the scenes in the front office and not part of the coaching staff. Very interested to see how this shakes out for number 85. Finally, for the Raiders, they hire Mike Caldwell to be their new run game coordinator slash linebacker coach. He was Jaguars defensive coordinator. Jaguars defense had its struggles. Offense had even more struggles, but now he lands with the Las Vegas Raiders as a run game coordinator. The Jaguars did have a good run defense for most of his time with the Jaguars. Also had interest from the Eagles, the Bills, and the Ravens as well to have a position there. Other Teams are making moves. The Giants with a bunch of promotions today. Mike Kafka, their offense coordinator. He is now the assistant head coach as well. Shay Tierney is now the QB or was the QB coach. Now he's going to be the passing game coordinator. He was also the offense coordinator at the senior bowl. And Jerome Henderson, the secondary coach. He is now the defensive passing game coordinator. So three promotions on the New York Giants coaching staff. But what are they going to do on the field? Well, we heard previously that Daniel Jones was going to be facing competition from both a rookie and a veteran. Now, the report that came out today from Jordan Schultz is that the team still believes in Daniel Jones, that Daniel Jones very well could be the giant starter that they haven't fully given up on him yet. But he's going to have to recover from the ACL that he tore. He is probably not going to be starting training camp practicing he's probably gonna start the year on the pup with list maybe he makes it back for week one maybe he doesn't but we'll see this is getting interesting with daniel jones whether or not he starts i think he is ultimately replaced and it sounds like saquon barkley is going to be replaced as well saquon barkley is not expected to receive the franchise tag and saquon barkley is likely headed to free agency Whew, that is big saquon barkley could be running in some backfield. Saquon Barkley could be in a more successful offense, an offense with more red zone trips. Just Saquon Barkley, depending on where he goes, could end up back in the RB1 overall conversation. Could he end up with the Buffalo Bills, which probably was, doesn't put him back in the RB1 conversation because he has to share with James Cook and the Bills don't love to run the football and Josh Allen loves to run at the goal line. But the Bills have made some additions as well. Ronald Curry, former QB coach of the Saints. He is now the QB coach of the Buffalo Bills, replacing Joe Brady, who was promoted to offensive coordinator. The Browns have a new offensive line coach, Andy Dickerson, replacing Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan went to go coach in Tennessee under his son, going to be working for his son. How weird is that going to be taking direction? Son is now the boss. But 
sounds like it's going to be an exciting experience. Andy Dickerson, though, ex-Seahawks O-line coach, he is now in charge. As for the Seattle Seahawks, where Andy Dickerson comes from, they interviewed Chip Kelly earlier today to be the new offense coordinator of the Seattle Seahawks. Chip Kelly was rumored to be joining the Raiders, rumored to be joining the Commanders. Now we're hearing him linked to the Seattle Seahawks. It seems as though Chip Kelly wants to come back to the NFL. The NFL wants Chip Kelly to come back. Sucks for UCLA and all the kids there who have to wait for this decision, but Chip Kelly got one foot out the door already potentially one foot in with the Seattle Seahawks calling the plays there. Maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba happier under Chip Kelly. I don't know. Final front office piece of information that we have, the Green Bay Packers are going to be looking for a new CEO slash president. So if you've ever wanted to be in charge of an NFL team, maybe you consider putting in your resume with the Green Bay Packers. Mark Murphy, the current CEO slash president, he turns 70 next year in July. And so at that point, he's going to be forced to retire. So the Packers are looking for a replacement and you could be looking for a replacement to cable. Apparently there's going to be a new sports mega streaming platform where ESPN and Fox and WD sports, WBD sports, they're all going to combine and be one big streaming app. Obviously Peacock is still going to be its own thing. Maybe they join in as well. Maybe we can watch all the NFL games together in one place in Canada. You've got the zone. We can do it there, but not the way it works in America. And I'm, it's getting worse and worse. And Amazon Prime won't be on this. Not Amazon Prime, but the Amazon game won't be on this new sports streaming service either. So ah, just the, the streamification of content has been crazy to see over the past couple of years. Cable has been dying. But speaking of ESPN, they are also making a power play and signing Nick Saban. Nick Saban going to be joining ESPN. He's mainly going to be on college game day. He's also going to be talking at the NFL draft, which player profile are going to be back at the NFL draft in 2024. Make sure you keep your eyes on that. We're currently at the Super Bowl. Dario doing an amazing job down at the Super Bowl. His conversation with a drunk Kyle Shanahan was quite hilarious. Anand Nanduri is also down there. Kelly Sin is also there as well. Just a great group of people. Make sure you keep your eyes out for all the Super Bowl content at Player Profiler. But NFL Draft is where Nick Saban's going to be. He's going to be at SEC Media Day and mostly on College Game Day every Saturday. Final little piece of information that we got. DraftKings has put out the next team odds for three quarterbacks, three running backs, and three wide receivers as well at quarterback Kirk Cousins, well, this comes as no surprise. We all expect Kirk Cousins to return to the Minnesota Vikings. He is minus 200. The Falcons plus 300. The Falcons in the number two in terms of getting Kirk Cousins. The Commanders at plus 650 and the Raiders at plus 800. But expect Kirk Cousins to return to the Minnesota Vikings. We've said that for a while now. Russell Wilson. We've talked about where he could land. The Falcons, plus 120. Russell Wilson is now the favorite to land with the Atlanta Falcons. Broncos and Raiders closely behind at plus 250. And the Commanders a little bit farther off at plus 640. We all know the Commanders are going to draft a quarterback. It's not going to be Russell Wilson. But if the Falcons don't land Russell Wilson, if the Raiders do, then Justin Fields becomes an option. Justin Fields currently, his most likely outcome, according to DraftKings, is returning to the Chicago Bears at plus 100. I do not believe that is going to happen. The Falcons at plus 140 is my pick for Justin Fields. 
Raiders plus 450. That odds, those odds are going to shift after hearing what Antonio Pierce had to say about Justin Fields earlier today. And the Seahawks plus 750, man, maybe. But I think Justin Fields, my prediction, returns to Georgia and goes to the Atlanta Falcons. So that could mean Russell Wilson to the Raiders, Justin Fields to the Atlanta Falcons, and Kirk Cousins to the Minnesota Vikings. But what about the running back position? Well, Saquon Barkley is currently favored to return to the New York Giants. Maybe those comments or maybe that those odds shift after hearing today that Saquon Barkley not going to hit the franchise tag. The Texans shortly behind the New York Giants at plus 220. And the Texans are listed for all three running backs here. They are most likely in terms of odds to land Saquon Barkley, but they are number two for Josh Jacobs and number three for Derrick Henry, but Saquon Barkley, Giants, Texans, Chargers are number three in that. And then the Eagles, a distant fourth at plus 1800. Josh Jacobs is expected to return to the Las Vegas Raiders. That comes as no surprise. Antonio Pierce is going to run him into the ground playing smash mouth football with Luke Getzey at offense coordinator. Texans and Chargers tied at plus 500. And then the Cowboys in fourth place. Finally, we've got Derrick Henry, and there were rumors, there were reports that Derrick Henry was going to join the Baltimore Ravens, and then Titans ownership said, nope, nixed that trade. There were also reports that Derrick Henry is going to be traded to the Eagles, and that just never materialized either. Instead, they land DeAndre Swift, but they're tied to land Derrick Henry, plus 350. Texans are third, but they're plus 450, and really, two teams tied for first, so some people would put, put them second. I would not. Either way, Texans going are in according to the betting odds the Texans are going to be adding a running back whoever that is is going to be in a prime position the Texans love to run the football Bobby Sloak part of that Houston Texans coaching tree no sorry part of the Kyle Shanahan San Francisco 49ers coaching tree brought that to the Houston Texans so if they do land Derrick Henry or Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley they are going to feed that man final position that we got betting odds for wide receiver. Mike Evans, T. Higgins, and Stephon Diggs are all up on DraftKings. Stephon Diggs, as we've talked about, is expected to return to the Buffalo Bills, minus 250 to return to Buffalo. Patriots and Bears tied at plus 600, and the Falcons plus 1,200. Diggs, everyone expects him to return to the Bills. Stephon Diggs wants to be there. Bills want him back. They've admitted they need another wide receiver. Maybe they need a wide receiver one. I don't know if Diggs can get it done alone as a wide receiver one at this point, but either way, he's going to be back in Buffalo. Hopefully they get him help. Mike Evans is expected to return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's minus 165 to return to the Bucs, plus 650 to go to the Bears. Patriots, plus 700. Falcons, plus 850. But T. Higgins, T. Higgins is the only wide receiver that, that doesn't have a minus odds to return to his team. Now, the Bengals are still the favorite at plus 150. But the former QB or former offensive coordinator, sorry, of the Cincinnati Bengals, who had a lot of success with T. Higgins, he heads to Tennessee. And now Tennessee Titans are the number two favorite to get T. Higgins. The Panthers could entice T. Higgins to return to the Carolina area at plus 550, or the Chicago Bears at plus 750 in the market for T. Higgins. Ultimately, I do expect all three of these wide receivers to remain with their teams. I think the Bucs are going to do right by Mike Evans and make him a Buccaneer for life. I think T. Higgins is going to get the franchise tag from the Tampa Bay, not the Tampa but Bay Buccaneers. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to put the franchise tag on T. Higgins, and he's probably going to stay maybe just one more year. Maybe he 
doesn't sign the long-term extension, but the Bucks, not the Bucks, geez, the Bengals have a lot of money to spend. And I think a decent portion of that will go to T Higgins, at least for one year and digs all along. We've said he's returning to the Buffalo bills, but one receiver who was not listed here is Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson made some waves today. Justin Jefferson saying, I want to break the bank and I want to be part of an organization that wants me and to really give me what I deserve. Is this a negotiation strategy for Justin Jefferson? Or is he saying that the Vikings don't want him or won't give him what he deserves and that he's going to have to break the bank somewhere else? Where is Justin Jefferson going to be playing in 2024 and beyond? Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.